0: I'll be very proud to hear that I did not do the countdown and I let this you know thing do the countdown itself because y'all know how I get down um because there is so much to unpack today we're just gonna get on into this thing if you notice you only hear one voice talking because I am about to introduce somebody but it should not be an introduction because she's family now because y'all know her so my good sister friend Dr. <laughs> Davia Janelle Crutchfield, soon to be Crutchfield, Bernard, Hello. is in the house. Hey, girl. Hello. Hello from the other side. <laughs> Don't back. nobody sign me. Don't nobody sign me. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, they might. Um. So our, our, our good brother, Aaron, had to be called off to the workplace mm-hmm. today. So we are going to fill in. Although those are very big shoes to fill because that brother is a is a force to uh, be reckoned unfillable with. Unfillable shoes. Unfillable shoes. Shout out to Eric. What up, Eric? You know we love you. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get on into this show. Y'all know Davia, y'all know me. <sighs> Sister. I feel like the title of this episode should either be Emotions, okay? Or <laughs> it should have been Furrow Brow, okay? Because I was, I was thinking I was thinking choices okay <laughs> versus decisions okay brother, brother to the night because wow first of all can we talk about Natasha Rothwell who, who plays Kelly this was her directorial debut period like not just for Insecure she's never directed anything and she didn't direct this thing the way she did awesome Be- absolutely beautiful yes like oh my gosh she did if there was one thing that she did it's that I tell you that much awesome and I saw an article I didn't I didn't get to read it because it was like four o'clock in the morning you know how you get up to take a little tinkle and you see stuff on Instagram but I'm gonna have to find it and dive into it where it was talking about how she I don't know there was something that had to do with Saturday Night Live in her career yes yeah and, and how, like, this show is what's giving her the opportunity to flourish. Which, so Right. I literally read that caption, like, three or four times. Like, wait a minute. I read this
1: right? Right. Like,
0: when, how, why, where. What? And I definitely need to do a deep dive with you. Yes, because this is funny as heck and, like, super talented. But this just goes to show you, in a lot of spaces, we don't get the opportunities that we deserve simply because of the color of my skin. Um, but bless God for people like Issa that's just, you know what I'm saying, sprinkling sprinkling opportunities everywhere for people to flourish and the fact that she gives people the opportunity to shine. Like she could have gotten this show, written it and been like, I want to direct and produce every episode so I can get all the shine. Mm-hmm. And no, she gives every, I love it. It's just oh, I wish the show yeah. wasn't in there. But it's a production to the cat, yes. I love that that uplifting, push forward, dynamic type of relationship. Mm-hmm. It's very clear that they share. This is really amazing. mm Hmm. Seriously. So this episode. This episode. Where do, Ooh, where do would I you like really to begin? Even start. Where do you? Where would you like to begin? Okay, let me <laughs> let me check my palm pilot. Yeah. Uh, because you know we got notes. I have exclamation points Girl. all over my little piece of paper. Girl. Exclamation points are arrows. <laughs> Girl. So, all right. The one um kind of overarching theme, like I've already mentioned, was choices and decisions. And I feel like throughout the whole episode, that's kind of like what they teeter-tottered with was different choices and different decisions that they have made and living with them. And what living with those choices and decisions looks like, mm-hmm. or choices and decisions that they need to make or want to make, and how that affects those around them. Mm. So it made me think of like Issa and Nathan's conversation, just even like in their own individual stories, where you know he made a choice to take on his coworker's client, and then it had fallout. And Issa with the whole Crenshaw thing, and how they both made choices, but the fallout of their choices is it wasn't necessarily favorable, even though they were trying to do the right thing. Hmm. Um, in the Crenshaw situation, I kind of feel both sides of it. Like basically, he hit her with an Erica Badu. Like I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my ish, mm-hmm. and she's like. But I'm trying to get everybody to bag. Mm-hmm. And you mess, you really are messing this up for me right now. And you don't understand. And I don't think he can necessarily speak for all of Crenshaw. That may not be the help that he wants, but for him to like spread negativity on her name, he really could be blocking somebody else's blessings that could use the resources that she's trying to bring to the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, and with Nathan, with his fallout with his coworker, like for him to just be like, in, in, in a sense, I kind of got where he was coming from when he's like, maybe this ain't the place for me. Because sometimes when something happens, you just like, man, forget it all. I'm gonna just start over somewhere else. You but you don't get to be the flake, and then put yourself in a space where you're now in a relationship, and then be like, man, I don't know if girl you're take the move. So let's, let's 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 pick it up here. We could we could start please. With Chris Sean, but but please, oh Nathan. Oh, no, oh So I totally get it. There's a client that's been sitting here for 45 minutes and granted he is not a superstar. He is not an athlete, he ain't Mm-mm. a rapper, but he's still your client. And your mm-hmm. client is one of many that are waiting. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. I'll take the heat for it. I'll go ahead and hook you up. So you can go on about your business because everybody's time is valuable. Mm-hmm. The fact that nobody who was in a managerial space to chin check, shoot, to chin check, shook, I know you ain't right. About somebody, taking care of one of your clients that you abandoned because you right. were, it wasn't like you were 10 minutes late. It's not like you were 15 minutes late. Your client's been sitting here for almost an hour. Mm-hmm. You're not inconsiderate and unprofessional. Right. And you're late to work to come and pay your rent. Yep. Because why? And then and then going to say, oh, no, nah, he got it. Excuse me? No, I don't. But I tell you what I do got. Time to address you. Okay. What I did find that was a little unexpected was Nathan's unpreparedness for the moment because if anybody knows should y'all should know should yep so I don't know if this is like perhaps the first time sugar has gotten out of character and really got beside himself with anybody in the shop but it did seem like everybody had a grievance with him hmm you don't pull your weight you're late etc 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 but eat the, my eat and, my meal preps <laughs> I'm saying, but the fact that it seemed like Everybody was kind of hushed with the, man, this is my ish. I'm the one to bring the clients in. whoop de woo Like, this is all about me. Mm-hmm. a team of people who are just right now in a space of silence. Mm-hmm. But for Nathan to not even, like, be prepared for a moment of conflict with Shook, that's what I found to be a bit... Bro, you kind of knew this heat was coming. At least you didn't right. know this level of heat was coming, but you knew something was going to come back. Right. I agree. Especially, it, I mean... I, I could just say like, if another, I can't speak for like the barbershop, but I know if I, you know, Nigel is my stylist, shout out to Nigel. If I was waiting on Nigel and somebody else did my hair and I paid that somebody else, he would have beef with that person. Like that, that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's professional courtesy. Like did anybody reach out to him? Did anybody say like something, cause something could have happened. Like granted, he was just late because he thought he was the stuff, right. but like, There's professional courtesy. There's professional courtesy. There's when people are trying to really poach your clients. And like, somebody feeling unresponsive and just totally neglecting their Mm clients. I got time. I know you need to get out. Right. But I also feel like Nathan will sometimes just do things, which is why, like, I just can't get with him fully. Like, his person just be doing too much to me. Because there were several people in that shop why did you have to be the one to cut him? Was he the only one the chair at the moment? That's why I felt like the homeboy looked over at him like, well. Well, right. Like, okay. and can we please address the elephant in the room as far as him and Issa? With him calling her inconsistent? I said, hello, pot, meat, kettle. Like, what? You are bonded in spaces of consistency. That is the fact that you're right. consistent. The the like, acetate. It was the audacity for me, like, bro, and I get it, mental health aside, but those were your actions, though. Correct, which you have to own. You have to uh, thank you, own your stuff. I think I sent you a meme, it might have been at like three o'clock in the morning last night, that it was a picture of a broken egg, and let me see if I can, if I can find, where my phone Because it was so perfect how it was put that I'm like, why don't people know what accountability really looks like of just owning their actions, owning their decisions, owning what they've done, own it. Like, it's not that hard. So, yeah, it's a picture of a broken egg, and it says accountability 101. The first sentence says, I meant well, and it has a red X through it. The second one says, that was not my intent with an X through it. And the bottom one says, I broke the egg. Period. That's what accountability is. Not what you meant to do. Not what you didn't mean to do. What you did. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he can, and, and, and again, I'm not trying to gloss over the fact that he, you know, got diagnosed as bipolar, that he, you know, was working through things mentally. At the base of that, though, you have to own what you did. Right. Yes, it was because of that, but it's what you did. You just up and left. Right. And then pop back up. And then pop back up as if nothing happened. Like, you gotta you gotta take accountability of, of your... Act- Issa as well. She didn't know what she wanted. And I think she may have jumped the gun in this whole uh, Nathan thing because she wanted to be with him. But I think she wanted to be with someone... And she didn't have nowhere to put those feelings that she had for her and what that boy's name? Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. So it's like, with that being said, I feel like, you know, her addressing the whole I love you thing and all of the above, sis, if it ain't, if it ain't, if it ain't working, it may not just be working. And if y'all having issues like this in the beginning, like, is this is this a good look for you? It, I think it felt good because it wasn't just her being by herself. Yes. When it felt like her, not even her, her main option, when her desire, what her want, the way she wanted it was no longer available, i.e. Lawrence moving away, mm-hmm. you know, about to have this baby, these mm-hmm. are the ingredients that I necessarily want with my cake. Okay. It was like, well, what do I have left? My business is starting to take off a little bit. I'm getting some notoriety, some recognition. Where's my romantic life? I'm kicking it with me again. We're really having a good time. The sex was good. We have this chemistry that hasn't necessarily been addressed, but we kind of dance around it. All right, cool. Let's see where this goes and develops. But it's like, is he developing in a way that aligns with the way you are developing or you desire to be developing? You know what he was, Davia? Available. I was like, that was it. Yep, that <laughs> was it. He was Pres- present. Nathan, present! <laughs> Literally. He was present and that was all it took. He was present. That's it. And I think her seeing like Lawrence move back was yeah. like oh this say, changes right. things. Because even I think in the space of her mind you can see her in like this little fantasy world like oh you moved back for Condola. Yep. No, he moved back for his baby, but I know I get it because it's not just the baby baby got a mom, right? Yeah, but she don't even know the whole situation because she stepped away from the situation. So, like in that whole scene where she had ordered her food and like she was imagining it, but when Condola's like, you know, you you left the door, that made me holler, girl, (laughs) girl. Why she gotta be hungry when I'm hungry? Right. and I think we started to get a lot of like season one, season two, Issa in this. What do you mean? Which I was like, I thought we had came so far, Isa. Why are we doing this? Like, you're not a loser. You're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not second rate. Like you you are still this girl that's on her grind. You yeah. you are still that chick. Don't revert back to your insecurities. Hello. Uh hello. Uh, don't revert back to those when you have so much great stuff going for you. It's just these choices that you have made. Like I get it, the the uh, Lawrence situation probably was a lot. Mm-hmm. So I get stepping away from that. I I mean maybe not in the way in which she did, given the history that they had. Like maybe had a conversation of I'm gonna let y'all, I'm gonna let you figure this out, and then we may revisit. But to just step away. You it 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 just breeds regret. But you know what? Let, let's touch that for a minute, because on the Come on, touch. End, touch on the receiving end, mm-hmm. I'm looking at how Lawrence has not fought for these relationships. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. go with the flow. All right, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, where's where's the gusto? You know what I mean? The Mm -hmm. I understand this looks messy right now and I respect that your choice is your choice, but I want you to know, like I want you to walk away confident knowing that you're my person. Like, where's the... Yeah. Where's where's the... Where's the fight? Yeah. And I Mm think that's part of it because uh, even how it was with Condola and him finding out that they were about to have a baby, it was like, you make these choices, you blew up my life. She didn't... She didn't violate your private part Mm -mm. the two of you produced a child thank you which she told you she's keeping and you can be as involved as you want to be and Mm -hmm. even in that space he was still okay yeah and just like touch base there was no okay well I want to be an active parent I want to be a a, a, a to the side parent hit me up on how like he never took ownership Mm -hmm. about his role in any of it I agree and so even with like where kind of Issa is i think emotionally especially coming off the heels of the conversation that she had with um oh what was the the clothing company that they that they had met oh i forget the name of it like but yeah after that after having a follow-up conversation with Crenshaw, that i also felt like this was a little late in the game for y'all to have this, this this dialogue yeah i guess it was also kind of like uh contentious between the two, so it was like, I ain't gonna deal with you, you ain't gonna deal with right. me. Right. We're just gonna move on with our lives. Not thinking that she <laughs> have been drug in the mud. Like, oh no, this conversation yeah. has been taking offline. Um, but like coming off the heels of that and then meeting up with Nathan for dinner mm-hmm. only for him to be like, I'm concerned about myself. hmm only myself and my own <laughs> and my own emotions. Mm-hmm. As I'm gonna tell my technical girlfriend that I'm considering leaving the city again. Again. And then look at as her. if that wouldn't trigger anything with her. You like, and but I feel like they were both being selfish in that moment. If if we keeping it a buck, like I love Issa, but Issa has very 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 selfish ways as well. Absolutely. When which was part of the conflict between her and Molly. Exact exactly, and I feel like it's a big piece of the conflict of her and Nathan because they're too similar. Mm-hmm. They both they both are flighty. They both are shifty they both, because uh, even the way the Crenshaw called her out, like, oh, I bet you want something. Like, you didn't go to have that conversation to cleanse the yeah, air. Yeah. You went because he was throwing dirt on your name. Man, you messing with my bag, man. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, sis, you, that was very reminiscent of season one, season two, season mm. three, Isa. Like, you only come around when you want something. Mm. And when you are a boss, like if somebody's throwing dirt on your brand, on your name, like you, you have to secure that, like Mm -hmm. you have to protect that at all Mm -hmm. costs. And for you to only come around because when you're trying to do business with other people, people like, nah, can I, can I just say for the record, I literally hollered and looked at my phone, like who you talking to? When she goes, we both said some things that we da 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 da. He goes, don't tell me what I did. Excuse me? <laughs> you, what? Hold on, bro. Like I would have threw all them. Uh, what she had brownies? Yeah, I would right. throw all them brownies at him in that moment. Who? Who you? Who you talking to? I know it ain't me. But I also feel like that was their relational dynamic that had been demonstrated from the onset of how we met. The two of them on screen, even in that that business component, you could tell the way mm-hmm. he handles. "Quote unquote, her clients it's very corporate smile face, mm-hmm. very accommodating in that regard. Like, she doesn't operate as if she's an equal partner in the people that she's building partnerships with. Oh, like, okay, well, thank you for your time, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, in that gusto and that space of ownership, where's the fight? Yeah, well, yeah, girl. Well, even when it came to Crenshaw like, because clearly he was direct. Mm-hmm. very vocal about how he felt about things being stripped away from the show and he was like no it's important for the culture like we need to have that where was your you were supposed to back me up and you didn't back yeah. me up I also felt like that's a conversation you have with somebody you didn't mm-hmm. back me up you should have backed me up like there's no reason right the two people walk into a room and completely are on separate pages as what's about to transpire mm-hmm. no reason for her to be caught off guard with him deciding to move forward with the show in the way in which he imagined it and there right. was no reason for him to be so-called caught off guard when it came to her, when she's like, this is what I'm bringing back to you for us. Like, we can build off of this. You yeah. About, like, y'all not having the same, you're not on the same page. Exactly. Well, because you don't have the same investment. mm Because, Krishan's point, I'm about community, my artistry, and that's it. But you're also in communication with somebody who is building sponsorships with corporations. That part. That part. And that's, and that's the, I think the ingredient that is missing that he doesn't understand mm-hmm. your artist. And not to say that, like, I'm not trying to cap him or any artist in any way, but sometimes you need additional resources to truly flourish in the way in which you want to. Yep. And sometimes that comes at a cost of maybe not having complete creative freedom, yep. but that's you, right. you can't, this is, this is a reality. Right. And it's not to say that you will not get to that level on your own, but in this situation, you came to her saying you wanted a chance. And if that chance didn't look like what you thought it would, yeah. then you should have stepped away. You can't just do what you want to do because everybody has a boss. Own your choices. Own your cho- Didn't cho- I say that? Choices. You made a choice to still partner with her. And then you got salty at her when she was salty at you for going rogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you, but he sees it as she's mad at him for being mad at her. You see how both of them are literally in the same space, but in two different ways. It's because nobody owns their choices. themselves. <coughs> Everybody feels justified in moving forward in spaces that they feel like this is the direction I should have gone in. But cannot remove themselves enough to have like an honest, engaged conversation with the other party to be like, Girl, let me make room for you. In the space of conflict where Issa and and Nathan were in that moment, you Mm -hmm. told me some really alarming news. So I'm in the space of processing this and it's coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Processing. It's not the, let me be mature enough, the space of emotional maturity, Mm -hmm. not have a reaction and a process. But mind you, also going off the heels of the fact that you still have not discussed the fact that you just told this man that you loved him and he did not reply. Yep. There's a lot of unsaid things. Yes. And my thing is, is like one thing that stood out to me is like how some relationships, they seem really great when everything's going great. Mm-hmm. Or it's easy to be there for somebody when one person is down. Mm-hmm. But when both of y'all down Mm -hmm. here, y'all are competing for the gold medal of the suffer Olympics. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but I had a bad day, but I had a worse day, Mm -hmm. but I had a bad life. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who, who going to be the one to put their bad day aside for a moment? It may not even be for the whole conversation, but for a moment, what went on in your day? What can I do? Like one thing that you are really good at when it comes to spaces of friendship is you say this to me a lot. How can I be of help? What do you, you don't just jump in with, because I mean, I'll be, a, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that sometimes I'm a fixer. So if you come to me and be like, I'm having this problem, I'm like, all right, here is solution A, B, C, 12, 35. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like I will give you things that I think, <laughs> yeah, yes, you are more so, how can I be a help of you, a help to you in this space? I don't know how to be that person just yet, but I could try. (laughs) But I feel like in that moment, that's what one of, or the both of them needed to say, but neither one of them wanted to take themselves out of self long enough to acknowledge the other person's bad day because they're dating themselves. And so they're probably used to being like having the, the the counterbalance of somebody else's energy and way Mm -hmm. to be an an ingredient yeah. It was missing because they're dating themselves. Like right now you are looking at your reflection and you're looking at your reflection like and y'all both right. at the same time doing the neck rolls at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But which is why they can both she can she can address something, he get offended, and then she go and then he get offended, then offend her, then she go, Let's drop it. But yet they sit still sit next to each other and eat dinner. And this is the part that really I'm trying to home away this is the part that really bothered me a little bit because it's not about her making that moment all about her, it's about her making herself a present figure in some of your Mm decisions. making. Mm -hmm. Hello Nathan, something that you might want to address with the people in your life, like your cousin, who still sees you as being unreliable and Mm -hmm. all that. It might be about you, it's not all about you. And what you mm have as an impact on the people around you and the people that you are in relationship with Mm comes at the shop. Address it, mm-hmm. address it. Instead of just being like, "Man, I'm gonna go home, take my ball, and I ain't gonna play no more." Excuse right. me, right? And then you get home talking about something. Yeah, I am thinking about to pack up all my all my balls, physically, metaphorically. I'm about to pack up. All yeah, my balls, and I think I'm gonna go someplace else. Excuse me. You don't tell that to the woman who just brought you dinner. I think they y'all having dinner day night? The the woman that you said was your you girlfriend. It was your girlfriend. You did that. Talk about a space of inconsistency. You That's what I'm saying. Here How here you going to call? Like, she said it's she funny. You after you said you were her boyfriend. So if you want to talk about right. a space of inconsistency, you're not on the receiving end of her decisions. You're an active participant in this narrative the two of you are writing. Exactly. It's funny because uh, Johnny, who is friend to the show, shout out to Johnny. He watched the episode last night and he wrote me. And like a lot of people who listen to the podcast, watch the show, will, you know, text me their opinions on the episode. And he was like, yeah, Nathan read her for Phils." And I'm like, but did he? Because I feel like if, if, if Nathan, if you take Issa out of the equation, Nathan was reading himself as that well. Hurt. You can see her so clearly because you see yourself. The problem is you don't hold per- yourself to the same standards that you hold somebody else to. Per. Big per. Okay? And I'm like, bro, how do you not see Nathan, that you are just as inconsistent is just because your inconsistencies are in different spaces? That part. It's still inconsistent? That part. If it quack like a duck, walk <laughs> like a duck, <laughs> fly like a duck. Is this you a duck, Nathan? Like is this goose down? Is this, this okay. Goose down. <laughs> I'm just saying, birds of a feather be flocking together. Like, y'all both some ducks sometimes. That part, like, y'all both some ducks y'all bought some ducks emotionally too. dusty yes they they are emotionally dusty that is <laughs> factoids I will say not to cape for Issa anyway but again because we have to acknowledge it sis has seriously stepped her friendship game up will be Max I love it to I love that for max. us I love that for them that right there was. Feel good, and that's what I like too about this episode that it did not just pull you down. That's what mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily an emotionally charged episode, but mm-hmm. like there were just so many charged moments. So, what Natasha said is that she wanted to direct it to have lots of moments of gravity and levity, mm-hmm. and you could feel it. Yeah, she it she conveyed it perfectly. Because even like um to to go to kind of transition into Molly's story, there's so much to unpack. But I'm very I'm here for this Torian interaction. Hi. Like I Excuse me, here for like I, what? I I think it's cute. Girl, literally exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Nobody, no Molly, no, no Molly, no. <laughs> you need her to be able to fortify a friendship in a space with a guy yeah. without it having to be sexual or have to be like that's emotionally fair. like dependent you know what i'm saying like that's fair be a good work homie like let him demonstrate to you let him demonstrate to you that you could trust him in that capacity cuz this this is a new space
1: clearly that's fair
0: regarded. clearly the both of y'all go through real life situationships and you both are seeing themselves do both of you mm-hmm. still be now nah, i'm gonna go ahead and I, i'm gonna keep the, i'm gonna keep the boat afloat i'm gonna be going here working you know i know my mama's over here in the hospital but i'm gonna go just mm-hmm. retreat and try to pretend like everything is okay and he's like oh, okay i can meet you there because that's how i am yeah I that moment of seeing your re- seeing your freaking reflection but is he the person that dropped the lady during the trust the, the trust exercise? no that was that was somebody else. Cause I literally had to make a pause on that. I said, "Now wait a minute. I need you to. Ah! I need you to display. I you to display <laughs> that you are trustworthy." But that whole moment when ah! he was like, "You're not in this by yourself. Like, you know, essentially, we got you." Yeah, I got you. Like, it's cool for you yes, to be human here. You don't have to be superhuman here. So, so I'm a I'm a making a de- executive decision real quick. We're gonna go over 30 minutes because there's so much to pack, unpack. Um. <laughs> But so the reason I say I'm here for it, or you know, whatever, you raise a good point. You do. Let me let me preface with that because I didn't even look at it from that lens of like, first, well, first of all, you know, the old black people saying, don't poop where you eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe not the romantic relationship at work. I get it. I just want homegirl to be happy. And for what she's been looking for, mm-hmm. I feel like he balances what she has been looking for um but I just wish he didn't work with her necessarily and plus I think it's the it's the evolution of their very much so relationship because they went from nemesis like you know but now you see he had things going on in his life and I thought that was very telling how they did that like whoever wrote this episode like chef's kiss yeah um but I mean I think I just thought it was really cute, but it could be personal. Like, I personally haven't been in that space where I am like, smitten by somebody in a long time. So, to see somebody that like, I really enjoy, you know, like, and want to see happy as well, where, like, that kind of awkward moment where at the end where she's like, you know, mugs are great. They're so versatile. And he's like, my mom had a mug. Like, y'all don't even know what to say. But y'all are like, it's just a moment where it's like i kind of like i this. the fact that it was mutual and it wasn't like yes i'm going to be an awkward like no this was the awkward moment and we both feel awkward about it yeah 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 My, yes. My mom got <laughs> like can we can we, can we can we shout out mutuality is that even a word but right. seriously because i mean like you and i we always discuss our, our other show ready to love and how you often see so many times people where one party is yes. way more interested than the other party, right? And it's just something about seeing two people mutually have an attraction for each other, mm-hmm. it just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be happy. And I was so thankful <laughs> that there was that separating moment and we didn't like cut scene and they waking up together. Yeah, first of all, that watching them <laughs> that watch, first of all, the watch and the, what was it like, gummy bears or oh, something? What was you doing? Did come home <laughs> what are you into? The the fact that sis said, I found this watch uh in the hallway very far away from my bedroom. Girl, I, was I screamed. Alerda. Screamed? Very far away from my room. Around other rooms. Right. But right, around everybody else's room. Um, yeah. But I thought it was I thought it was really like telling that even though she was drunk, he didn't take advantage of that. Like he got her to her room, like it, it their relationship has really done a one hundred and eighty from where they were. Even like in the presentation space, where he could joke with her about carrying her in the presentation, yeah. but he didn't embarrass her in front right. of the people there. Right. Because future, I mean, like past Torian would have done that. Now Torian, he would have just taken over and totally like yes her out. And the fact that they were able to have that. That moment after the presentation, mm-hmm. that was so new. I loved the vulnerability with Molly. And yep, did express faces of vulnerability, which I love with mm-hmm. her colleague. Because I still yes. like to consider her a newbie. So the fact that they were like, "All right, this y'all first retreat. Y'all the newbies here. whoopy whoopie whoop." Right. I was like, "Oh shoot, she about to get hazed a little bit. Like this is different. Yeah, it's a little different. Playful, right? Not detrimental hazing. But like, no, we're gonna pull some things about you. Yeah, we didn't like you at first. And, mm-hmm. she did. and she was like, dang. Like the moments of reflection you can see her going through. Was I really that bad? I'm over here now. Yes. Yes, Molly. You were. <laughs> well, I definitely would have been the person looking at her like, chick, if you don't i a sure the Starbucks before you go in work. Right. Don't talk to me, talk to me about some, some espresso machine. Don't talk to me about no steam milk. Right. What are you talking about? Go back, go back. Also, <laughs> I love I love the fact that, that she felt safe enough to let loose yeah, in front I of do. these co-workers and i feel like we need these black safe spaces cuz like i can i can definitely attest to uh at my last corporate environment that it was i definitely found my home with my black coworkers where we could go and do a game night and kick it and let our hair down and really be ourselves Versus like in the office. Well, I'm I'm me no matter where I go, so you're gonna get me. But you know, like really, like let your hair down and just be you around your peers. That I can imagine at a black law firm where yeah. everybody, like everybody, can kind of relate to everybody in a sense. Yeah. And um, I just thought that was it was it was really like dope to see her. And I also feel like with everything going on with her mom, she yeah. also felt the need to kind of let loose, let loose a little bit. her. espresso behind yes Yes. her whole tail feather yes and I did love that there was no shaming of her when she came to the table that night yes absolutely it was like oh no oh no shorty we got video but it wasn't Mm -hmm.
1: um, and I think of treat
0: you poorly like none of that right and like her her non-verbal acting in that scene told me like she wanted to be ashamed but the fact that they still accepted her it was like she felt like she belonged if that makes sense she was definitely very nervous like, like you could see her space of like oh my gosh what's your percep- what's your perception of yes this? you could tell she's going through all of that process because the last law firm she was at was not a safe space not at all now her her caucasian colleagues especially her caucasian male colleagues they could have showed their asses all day long if they wanted. To, oh yeah because their promotion is not based on merit, their opportunities yeah. were not based on merit. Any little time she would have ticked the box that fit yep. into a stereotype, a perception, a bias, mm-hmm. a, a bias of any sort. Yep, it would have messed with her pockets and her opportunities. Yep. So I totally agree but, with you. It was so good to see her be able to let her hair down. Mm-hmm. With and like, like induced, like, but privilege is a is a luxury that sometimes we don't well not even sometimes most times we don't have and it leads me to something that actually I want to leave us on a a, a bit of a cliffhanger almost mm-hmm. um because I want to discuss this on the live is why we always feel the need to be so strong and when I was watching Molly's whole scene and, you know, she's on edge. She's got anxiety. Every time the phone rings, we have all been there in some way, shape or form in some situation. And, you know, the fact that she's not even at the hospital, but she's at home or she's, you know, on this retreat, she's not at home. It's like, why do we feel the need that we always have to be the strong person, the strong? And I really want to like open that discussion up like tonight on on the live um i know it's something that black women can definitely relate to and i'm i'm sure anybody can relate to it to be honest because in a sense a lot of people do it um but that definitely did stick out to me as well as the fact of when the family did finally kind of step up where he's like no you don't have to come home early like we got this Mm -hmm. like and she was assured Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. that like Okay, they really do got her, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just it, it was just such a good episode. <laughs> it was so good from tossing babies to first of all that intro because I felt the same way. No, I want to girl. Time. I was so glad that that was just a a little fantasy moment and not yes, that really transpired because I definitely was like, don't you, don't you, because we all know how awkward Issa can be. And so when it started off, and she's like, "Wait," I'm like, "Oh gosh, what is she about to do?" Like it's like secondhand embarrassment to the fullest as you watch. I was like, "Thank God she was daydreaming," because what could you honestly say in that moment that would have made it not awkward? Like, especially you, Isa, of all people, you couldn't. That was funny. <laughs> you couldn't. That was funny. that was funny. You could not. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> Do you have are all hearts and minds uh, on one accord? Do you got anything else, any predictions for this next episode? I know we we like to end off on predictions. I no predictions. Well, no. I think I think it right. Cuz I actually did watch the preview for next week. I know, okay. I know. I know I, I went against my own self, my own so. Yes. Um but I'm glad I did. Can I just say that last week when you said that to Aaron, I'm like, we are one. <laughs> she is high and I and her. I don't. I don't. I don't want no spoilers. Like, and he's like, but it's a preview. And I'm like, no, I just want to be surprised by everything. Mm-mm-mm. I want it fresh in that moment. I need it fresh. Literally, that is so me. But I was really glad that I did see it because did you watch it? I watched it, but I wasn't paying attention to it. If that makes sense. But I did like the fact that I feel like it's going to be that safe space girlfriend circle moment awesome mm-hmm. this uh waiting to exhale birthday party yeah. moment glorious birthday party shindig yes that, that's the vibe that i got from it and i'm really looking forward to that exchange and interaction like what does the collective have to say about one okay. another and so about where one another are in their mm-hmm. places so i'm really looking forward to it but no prediction yes yeah i don't really I don't think I have any predictions either i I think it my only prediction is I feel like it's gonna be kind of a filler slash transition episode mm-hmm. because whenever they have like these bigger episodes where a lot of things transpire they usually follow up with a kind of a more less discuss everything from that episode in some way shape or form, and then the following episode is gonna be like fireworks yeah um yeah. So I, I i don't i don't necessarily have any predictions about like what's going to transpire, but I do think it's going to be more of a "Let's get to the following episode" type thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like yeah, is necessary because at this point, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm a little tired of Nathan. So I need for him to go sit down. You said you're tired of Nathan. I'm a little tired of Nathan right now. We need to yeah i i i just I was never here for him to begin with, like that. Mm like when when they first got together I'm like cool after he was shifty mm mm-hmm. but now you can't take accountability of your shiftiness no sir yeah accountability goes a long way with me cuz I don't never have no problem being like you know what I did that mm. I'm all right with that like in 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 good bad and different like yeah I did it mm. you ain't <laughs> I ain't going to say like across the board I ain't never been a person to be like nah, but like for the most part I pride myself on being like, yeah, I stand behind my actions. Yeah. So when somebody can't do that, even if it's a fictional character, I'm just like, bye. Yeah, I but bad. I do want to see some fight from Lawrence. I'm telling you, it if not. Lawrence come in yeah, with yeah, a, I don't want to do life without you, like, and he like, because I feel like even when they got back together, it was more on her, where she's like, I don't want to leave. And I had a really good time tonight. No, I need Lawrence to be like, look woman. <laughs> I'm not living life without you, okay? Not being passive based upon other people. Yes. What are you actively in pursuit of? And if it's just work and your relationships are filler, I think you need to let the people in the relationship sector know that. It's like recently somebody, actually, I got to tell you about this story when we get off of here. Um, But somebody that, a mutual friend of ours ministered to me recently and was like, because basically, long story short, they had asked me, if I had wanted something and I was like, you know, if, if it's, I mean, it's up to you, like whatever you want to do. And she was like, you got to stop letting life just happen to you. Mm. If it's something that you want, say you want it and be bold about it. And that's like something that I had been praying on recently, which was kind of like, how you know, like Mm. (laughs) the God, have you on mute on three way. Mm. But I feel like that with Lawrence, like if it's something and Issa, it period across the board, if it's something that you want, like do it, Go for it. Speak on it. Like, don't just let it happen. Yeah. Don't let life just be like, well, if it have and granted, this is me literally like preaching to myself because a lot of times I'm just so go with the flow that it's like, if the flow is going that way, that's where I'll go. Versus like, no, this is what I'm doing. Mm. This is where I'm going. This is my decision. But it also because, it could be because of uh, decision fatigue. I make a lot of decisions. So sometimes I'm like, can somebody make one for me, please? Mm -hmm. Thank you. But, you know, to make this whole episode go full circle, decisions and choices. That's what it comes down to. Decisions and choices. But I really do hope that he chooses (laughs) to go for what he wants. Yeah, which I think we saw with the possibility of him moving back to LA to be a more active father for his son. Yes, the hive is alive, child. Now, how does that translate in other spaces of his life? Mm-hmm. He made a decision. He Made a decision. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to go live and talk about this. Yeah. We may bring bring some male folk in to yeah. get the male folk per- perspective this evening. Um. But thank you, thank you, thank you, sister, for for you know just thank a pleasure. you for it's always fun time. That, you for being you, girl, first of all. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for your your insight and and your your intellect and your emotions, because you know I ain't got all them, but um we appreciate you. I can't wait to go live. Check us out this evening. I'm not sure when this episode is gonna go up, but if it's after the live, we appreciate y'all watching the live and listening. And if it's before, uh make sure y'all join us tonight on the live. How about that? <laughs> All right, we will see y'all later, peace out.